Hey folks, it's your feminist warlord Amanda here with some exciting news. We just wanted to let you know that our boxes of VHS are starting to pile up. So we've decided it's time to move out of Papa Ronan's basement into our own space. But we will be bringing our back catalog of episodes with us so no one misses out. And all further episodes will now be found at Raised by Spoilers podcast. So look for us on Twitter and wherever you get your podcasts. Links are in the notes below. Oh, you're talking about how they they temporarily put it put the servers back up. Well, no, they didn't technically do that. Um, they kind of did that, but there there's been a lot of word that they might be looking at a relaunch. Evolve, evolve. But I, I heard that it, the servers went down. I so think? the the whole game right now is effectively offline. Yeah, more or less. There's peer to peer stuff, sure, but ultimately it's not going. It's anywhere. not supported. But it's, the, it's not supported, right? Yeah. But apparently there's been talks that there is a small faction within the company that's going to take it over and run with it. Well, so recently or somebody's going to they put it, it back online very temporarily. Yeah. Um, I don't know exactly when or for how long. I don't know the details. Um, and it did really well on Twitch or something like that. Yep. Um, a lot, lot, of, lot of what I heard. There's a big uptick. In, yeah. So it sounds like, yeah, if a few small, if a small company takes it over, it could, it could live in that small world for a long time. And it could grow it though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, you they could. could. You could grow it into something bigger. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. It, I don't think it'll ever be as big as, no, you no, know, no. the biggest games, but you could definitely get it big enough to make cash. And you could, well, you could use it to drum another game another game yeah, m- yeah more yeah more producers more yeah. um uh, what's the word loan money loaners and stuff like that yeah you absolutely could you're right yeah, yeah. You, you could definitely lead into that so today with us ronin geeks i am first person plebeian adam and rob today we're talking about our top three each of ours fps games yeah. um i'm i think we're being pretty loose with the term not too loose. First person and you shoot things. First person and you so shoot like things. So like postal fits. Yeah, I think postal would fit. Yeah, okay. I, I definitely think postal could fit in that category. I don't, but I would hate to but, think that it's on anyone's actual list. But though. like phasmophobia wouldn't fit. No, because you don't shoot things. Right, yeah. Yeah. I, well, you shoot cameras. Yeah, I know. No. Good, good, good call. Good call. You're you're really doing that Rob thing where I come up with a topic and then I twist the shit and then out you of it. twist the fuck out of it. Yeah. Where I sit there and go, "You're technically right, the best kind of right," which is why I will allow it. Right. <laughs> no, that's cool. It's honestly it. my favorite part now is when you come up with a game that I'm like, I didn't think of it that way, but yeah. you're totally right. I've got, I already got one on my list. I know that's gonna be like you'll be like. Fuck, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite part. Honestly, I don't give a fuck about giving out these lists to other people. I just want to hear other people's lists. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. It's uh, fun. I don't care about my own list. I just have to, you know, I'm here, so I have to. But I, I care about everyone else's list. I'm curious to see where everyone's brain is at. Yeah. Um. So there's normally three of us and normally someone else other than you starts so you can end it. Because that's your thing. You like to, you're you're a selfish lover. Yeah. You like I know. I guess that's the opposite of a selfish lover. Yeah. You like to end last. I, I selfishly am unselfish. You're selfishly unselfish. Yeah. So do you want me to start? Is that how this goes? Yeah. Sure. Go for it. All right. So I am rating these not necessarily like the best mechanics. Each one almost seems to have a feature to it that made it so good. Okay. Because I don't believe in the everything game. I believe in you should have a game that has a core value. And then you, you you know you build off that because I don't think there's a game that can be the best of everything that just doesn't exist. Sure, too much money. 
Um, so for unless it's like Final Fantasy Tactics, it's not the best of everything. It's of not the best action of, game. I I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is a great fucking game. <laughs> oh my god, I was watching it. So the reason. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna pre-tell a story that pre-tells this story. This has nothing to do yeah. with the top three games. I was watching Ye Random YouTube, yeah. and someone came up with a deep dive uh, discussion about Final Fantasy Tactics, both how it came to be, sure, um, and then they kind of went through chapter the chapter and talking about the game. Yeah. Um, I by the way, I really like this format of this podcast that I was listening. You to should watching. send it to me so I can actually. Yeah, I really like this this format, and I wish um, someone else had time to do this with me. Yeah, which is. They play through the game and yeah. the first episode of the podcast, they'll do like a series. It's like yeah. a series. So they'll do the first episode is um, they'll discuss like how the game came to be mm-hmm. and the people who made it and sure. the ideology behind the creation of it. Got it. The fir- then the first, I guess, second episode is they'll play up to a certain point, like chapters or whatever break points. And they'll actually, you know, one of them plays it on stream. They might play it on stream somewhere, but then they sure. come back to the podcast and they talk about their experience of just that amount of the game yeah and then they do it for the next chapter and the next chapter for however long the game goes yeah um i think it's fucking cool i agree um that would be fun when i have more time yeah i know i can so if you want to hold on to that idea do so okay no one steal my idea i mean it's not really stealing my own it's really <laughs> just stealing someone else's idea. unoristal deal do not re-steal <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna file off my serial numbers at least file off the purse person the first person serial numbers <laughs> yeah. first uh, and i just really like it because i like the idea of you know playing a game slowly and talking sure. about it yeah um, I, I think it's really cool so i was listening to that and um it got me they were talking about final fantasy tactics and i just Every time I hear the music of Final Fantasy Tactics, I can't help but want to boot up that game. Fair enough. And so when you came in to to record, um, I had it running, or I was trying to get it going running. And uh, that's that's where we're at. That's why Final Fantasy Tactics is on our mind. Yeah. Oh, um, before you start, I'm going to get something out. So um, I'm not going to include Hunt Showdown. (laughs) Well, how would you talk about it? It's not one of your best games? No, it's just, it's ascended past the list. Oh, it's God tier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. It, it can't be on this list because that would just give too much credit to anything below it. <laughs> and I'm not going to do that game. It, it's, it can't be on, on <laughs> it's divine. It's, there's certain games like Final Fantasy Tactics that just transcend their genre. Yeah, yeah. So like, you can't really... They're not yeah. the best. They tell you what is the what is the best. They set the standard. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Hunt feels like for the weird niche that it sits in, which is pretty empty. Um, <laughs> it sets the standard. Okay, for what that game is. Oh, you really love this game. Like I can't yeah. uh, for a while there. I couldn't tell if it was just memeing on me. Oh, or because not. like how I did the whole thing with Hunter the Vigil. Yeah, because yeah. like you just you just you've just it's become a meme thing that yeah, you do yeah, now where I'll just and I can't tell where the meme ends and no, the joy for the game. No, begins. this one's actually legit. This oh, one's okay. legit and I'm I, on record saying it now, so right. I can't take it back. <laughs> I mean, I could, but you know, it's not quite edited yet. I'm just not in American politics, so I don't really care. <laughs> um, okay. So I'll, I, I think I'll start. Sure. Um, and I, I have two games. I actually have four on my list just in case you took one of the other ones. Okay. Um, but I'm going to start with this game is not because I think it is the best mechanical shooter or because I think it has the best game. Sorry, what? 
So I, I have the original beta server stuff so installed on my phone. Oh, the, the test yeah. stuff, yeah, for Hunt sorry, Showdown. Sorry, continue. I apologize. Uh, I ruined that. Yeah, you fucking did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the game that's the third one on my list is not because it's. I think it's the best game, best graphical, sure. best thing. I think it's because it set a standard for a level of arcadey funness. Okay. And I think it produced it. I think it was a better or a more popular version of the famous, uh, what the fuck was it called? Um, 007, how much fun we got in N64. Halo Combat Evolved. As an FPS, was trend setting. Yep. It was very important. Yep. And I think even if you include Dark, Perfect Dark and 007, how much time we spent playing N64 on that, sure. I think I easily spent more time playing just multiplayer version of combat evolved. Okay. And because of that, I give it high props. I don't think, I don't know if it's aged all that well, but I think it's, it would still be fun to fuck around today. And the remastered version of it, I think would probably be better. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They do have one. Plenty, plenty. And of I those. mean, to be perfectly honest, I think infinite pretty much harkens back to, does it? Oh yeah. Well, have you not played infinite? Yet? No, no, I haven't. You, I be... haven't played a halo game since so, Halo three. So let me put it this way. If you pick up infinite, you'd be like, Oh, this is like, Combat Evolved. Oh, really? But like modern. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. A hundred percent. It's a hundred percent what it feels like. Oh, interesting. Uh, and the cool thing is if you play the single player game, which uh, if you're not going to buy the game, which you probably wouldn't, just get it on Microsoft Game Pass for a month and play it. Like no big deal. And just could do that? Yeah. Well, because there's other good games on there too. Yeah, you're right. You um, could. But the, uh, but um, yeah, Infinite was like when I started playing, because multiplayer is free first off. Uh, but single player is an open world game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the one where you're on like a fully developed Halo. Yeah, yeah. You crash land on it and you have to like deal with the all random... a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I did hear about that. But it, like, it's like legit fun. It's more like a like Mass Effect Breath, Andromeda. Breath, of the, Breath of the Wild slash Halo. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, you'd like it. Uh, that, I, you know, I have been interested in, in touch and getting my hands on it, but I, like I said before, when about, are you right in the last episode? Yeah. I, I'm drowning in games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I, it's it, a problem. It's, right it's now. it is a problem. It's low on my list, yeah. but it is on my list. Yeah, um, which means I may never get to it, unfortunately, because right. it's low enough. Once you get low enough, it's like you're looking sketchy. Uh, it's yeah. It's one of those games that's probably worth coming back to, but yeah, that's fair. But no, I, I think Combat Evolved, the original Halo, was a huge factor in how popular FPSs are in our world. It's it's hard. I I would argue that it is it was as important as Doom. I know that sounds really bullshitty to say, hmm. but I think it brought an entire generation into Doom. Doom was kind of previous our generation to a small degree. It was more my dad's generation. This Combat Evolved was our generation's main FPS. It was competitive. It brought it back competitive games, right? We had, we had uh, before, you know, before Call of Duty was big, it, was, it had comp um, uh, competitions. Yep. And I think that's a huge factor. I think that's why it's so important. I think that's why I consider why I'm putting it on this list. Not necessarily because I think it is, I think it's just a clean, clean game. Sure. Yeah. Because I think if you're going for like the better competitor up and coming game, like as far as like who set the stage, I think that's like Quake. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Quake was the next one prior to that. So it was like Doom, Quake, and then this. Yeah. It, like, you know, if you want to talk about the big trendsetters, the yeah. ones that really shaped the FPS genre. Yeah, because Duke Nukem didn't shape anything. It just copied things really well. Yeah, yeah. It, it kind of refined, a bit, I, I guess, a bit on how the story in, is is pushed into the level design. I think Duke Nukem did that well. 
Yeah, and du- yeah, because Duke Nukem before was like, okay, this is a big room with bad baddies. Whereas yeah. Duke Nukem was like, oh no, this is a library. Oh no, this is a theater. This is a street. Yeah. This is a street. Like yeah. it, it provided context to the area and made it made it feel a little bit more cinematic. And more like a world that you would understand. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't think it was a trend center. No, by any no. Means. Um, no. Except for like the comedy crude aspect. But we had Leisure I Suit mean, Larry and stuff yeah. like that. It wasn't really that special. Actually, there's a new Leisure Suit, leisure suit Larry. Yeah, there has been some new ones. But no, I think, you know, you can go Doom. You can do Wolfenstein. You can do Doom. I think Wolfenstein's bigger, is more important than Doom, by the way. Um, so I'd go Wolfenstein and then Quake and then Combat Evolved. And I, in my opinion, Combat Evolved perfected what we have today. The next game after that was Call of Duty. Was, was the Call of Duty the one where they added like FP, like RPG unlocks, stuff like that, the progression perks and stuff yeah. like that. Those, if you take Combat Evolved and the perk system, you get our common FPS. Nothing has changed in FPS fundamentally, except for ADS. No, that exists in Combat Evolved. They have snipers and stuff like that, and they've right. got aim down Sorry. sights. For... Yeah, but I think ADS was introduced. It wasn't it Call of Duty. No, it wasn't. Oh, maybe one of the older uh, Call yeah. of Duties. Yeah, maybe one of the originals. Yeah, yeah, maybe. But my point is, is like the push, yeah. to me, it, it, it if you all of everything, the core fundamentals of what an FPS is are all still found in Combat Evolved. Every other game is just. No one's innovated in them. Everybody's fighting for second. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. They've all, they're all just adding features, not innovating the genre anymore. Sure. No one's innovated the genre since combat evolved. Fair. That's my point. Fair. That's a, it's succinct. Yeah. So that's it. That's my third one. That's my number three. Cool. Cool. What you got? Uh, yeah. So three for me, um, is a game that is actually a sequel. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, um, nothing wrong necessarily with the first game. I actually quite liked it, uh, but the second game I think took it to where it was gonna go, um, which is Planet Side Two. Yes. So yeah. Exactly. Why why was this one so important? Because I know we played. I think we played more of Planet Side One than we did of Two. I think you did. Maybe I did. Okay. Fair. Um. So why is Planet Side Two important? Um. And important to me, I suppose, a couple things. One, I always have a riot whenever I play with friends. It's True. always good time. Well, mostly always good times. <laughs> um, sometimes people are like, everyone kind of gets distracted and starts doing something different. That game is chaotic. It is chaotic. Um, I love that chaos, though. Uh, the game is dated now, but not to a point where it's unplayable. It's actually still quite good. I've actually recently gone back in and played it. There's oh. a bunch of new stuff, like flying capital ships and stuff like oh, that. Oh, that's cool. They kind of had, they had like flying bases before. Yeah. They had the beginnings of that when I, when I last played it. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> they were, they, but they weren't, they were like biodomes. So you're still oh, inside. Oh, that's different. Oh, that's different. Difference. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That's different. Yeah. It's different what this is. Oh, okay. Okay. This is like a vehicle. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. It's, 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 you can tell what they wanted to do with it. But, like, I think the mechanical power of the engine wasn't quite there. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not saying that's bad. That's not at all what I'm saying. It, it's quite good for what it is. But it is, like, not... It's not what you expected. So, like, if you expected, like, um, uh, Battlefront 2, not the current one, the old one, where okay. you could, like, fly in, in from space and you could, like, crash into somebody's hangar, jump out and, like, yep. go and attack the ship, it's not that. 
Ah. Yeah. Because, like, I've jumped out and tried to land on these things, and you do, but then you just kind of slide around. You know, oh. like that thing where it's like it's a surface, but not really. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's stopping yeah. you from falling is what yeah, it's doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of... Like the side of the mountain type of thing where you're right. not supposed to climb up here. Get the fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no traction, but you're on a surface. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you, you can move around. You're on a slip and slide. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Um, but the reason why I like playing outside too so much is that uh, at no point can you not enjoy the game in the sense of like if you want to get in and play they've got a lot of mechanics to help you do that if you're in for a longer haul with a bunch of friends or like a guild there's mechanics to help you do that there's a place for everybody in the fight no matter whether or not if you have friends or not you'll have friends by the end of it if you're in and playing with people and you're like not just a piece of shit to me that sounds like an mmo that that is what an mmo should should be a hundred percent. That's exactly what it should be. And that's what it is. I'm hearing old school WoW or some of the, in my, pointing to what I'm thinking right now, Final Fantasy XIV. Sure. I'm thinking very much sure. in those veins. So that's yeah. good. That means it's acting as a good MMO. Yes. And I think that that's exactly what they did was they took their original concept and they were like, okay, let's expand upon it. The second game did well at first, then did kind of not well, but now it's kind of resurfaced and it's doing better again. And it's kind of like stabilized. Um, so overall, it's a good game, and it's a good game because not because it's necessarily innovating on any of the mechanics that you'd find in another game like it, though it does those very, very well. Um, it, it it feels like its own world, um, despite having like five different planets now that you can fight over different biomes and stuff like I'm that. I'm amazed because weren't they making the maps a lot smaller because less no. people were playing on them? So what that happened was there is a um, smaller map now. That you can that you will go to if the population is down. But as soon as the population starts to grow, the other maps will open up, and the maps will go into lockdown effectively, so that you're only focusing on maps to keep the player players that are playing concentrated. Yeah, yeah. but like so they cycle add, the maps, yes. so you can't freely go to whatever map you want unless there are enough people that have forced it to unlock. Yes, but when that happens, though, it's like everybody gets a notification, like the alarms go off. It's like warning, like. Uh, Amorish is like now like the battle for Amorish has started and I'm guessing there's more rewards if you go there can be uh, ones where it's like a certain side needs help on the front or whatever like there'll be a experience bonus but they in game re- yeah an experience bonus they yeah. reward you for going in that direction yeah and because it's an experience bonus you still need to participate in order to actually get it yep that makes sense so yeah it's good ultimately the reason why I like Planet Side 2 is because it's done something that no other shooter has really really done which is cultivate a strong community without shutting out the solo player. Yeah. What do you mean by shutting out the solo player? Like in a lot of games, uh, even with matchmaking systems and stuff like that, you pick up with a team. uh, It's not easy to really form a bond because the match is over pretty quickly. I see what you're saying. Um, But like with Planet Side 2, you are fighting for territory. So it like it does something. It's just a different mindset. See, I remember when I, what I remember from uh, from Planet Side, again, mostly one, but a little bit of two. Yeah. Uh, I think it got better in two, which is just streams of what I could only describe as really weird AI. Like it it was human. Let's not kid ourselves. Uh It was, you would spawn and then everyone would filter out towards the front line like yeah. goons going down hallways. 100%. And then you would just have this trenchial warfare, but there was no trenches. People were just dying in troves yeah. left, right, and center. And, and slowly whoever could spawn in faster or whoever would give up faster 
yeah. was Yi who loses. Or whoever gets momentum. Or whoever gets momentum, yeah. And I don't remember interacting with the other humans. There were moments in time where I would be interacting with an opponent. It would be a one-on-one off in the field, a sniper or two suits fighting each other or something like yeah. that. But it, those were really, really rare. They got less rare in Planet Side 2. I felt in Planet Side 2, yeah. I felt more one-on-one fights than the hallway fights from uh, Planet Side 1. Planet Side 2 has much better base design, compound design. Yeah. Is better. Um, their uh, maps feel um, more now than before, uh, a little more distinct. Like for the snow, it's very, very open open fields, fucking sniper warfare, long cool. distance combat. But then if you're in like, um, oh my God, the names are failing me right now. But like if you're in one of like the jungle biomes, it's a lot more verticality, mountains, big trees, stuff ah. like that, swamplands, right? So like now the game has changed and error support is not as good on those maps. Yeah, yeah. Because people crash into trees because no matter what game you play, there's people who are bad at the game. <laughs> um, but like ultimately it changes how you might approach the situation. Okay, that's cool. I'm glad yeah. to see that because when, when I last played, they had three maps, but they were... Yeah. Desert, green fields, and snow. And they've got those. Which still. were all the same. But but a lot of the compounds have been redone. So That's like good. the bases feel more unique. They don't feel as samey. Some of them feel a little samey. But I mean like that's kind of in world too, right? They're like standardized buildings. Yeah. But um the the general layouts like and things that are around them, like the other stuff that's around the actual complex are different. That's good. That's so good. you do get differences. That's good. Yeah, I, I don't remember making much of a connection with folks, although I do I remember I do remember having a lot of stupid fun. It was yeah. a lot of chaos. Yeah. And if you were there for a good time in chaos, like it was great. It was absolutely great if you can handle chaos. I don't think I ever successfully got a group together to own a base and defend a base or, you know, yeah. do the things you're supposed to do as a group. I don't think I ever successfully did that. Um if you, you know what, if we get a day, which will never happen, but if we get a day where we're not doing anything particularly fruitful, uh, just poke me, be like, hey, plan aside too. Yeah, it's free to play. Yeah, like it just doesn't take long to download on our internet speeds anymore. Yeah, um, we're old now. Yeah, it's, uh, and it, like I said, it's still fun. It still feels good when you're playing it. That's good. The guns have sound that is not necessarily a letdown. Okay. So... Yeah. So speaking of old games, yep. my number two, it's technically a sequel, but not really. Metroid Prime. Okay. Okay, I can't tell if that was a approval or disapproval. Neither. Okay. It's Metroid Prime. Shrug, what do you want me to say? Like, it's like, yeah, it was really good. <laughs> it's like, okay. It's like, the problem is, like, with some of these game titles, it's just they're like, they're too good. Yeah, yeah. When you bring right. them up, it's like, yeah. No, obviously, yeah, it's on the obviously list. Obviously, it's on the list. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah there's not so everyone's like, said everything about it. It's You know what's more fun to talk about with Metroid Prime is actually nothing to do with Metroid Prime. It's to talk about all the games that tried to copy Metroid Prime and failed miserably. Like what? Uh, Like fucking throw a dart at a board and then the IP is probably on it. I don't think, because Metroid Prime okay. did something that was good, which is... It wasn't a rail shooter per se. I right. mean, those are an actual genre, so I don't think I want to say that. But it wasn't a Call of Duty type of thing. It was where you were walking down a path yeah. and shooting stuff. No, it, it had that Metroidvania thing. Yeah, we had to come back and go and had that. 
it integrated one of my favorite aspects of Metroidvania, sure. which is the map and the unlocking stuff. And then, yeah. hey, you have to remember, hey, now that I've got the warp ball, I remember, you know, 12 rooms ago. Yeah, I had that thing. There was whatever, the thing yeah. with that I couldn't, okay, I got to remember that. And you're building this mental map and it feels very explory. Yeah. And no FPS either before that or since that, as far as I can recall, has really pulled that off. Not in the same, not with the same gravitas. No, not with the same level of. You know what was fun, fun though? Um, and I think this was more just like fun because I am who I am. But uh, uh, Republic Commando. And it was 100% of steel from that game. Never played it. Uh, it's on Steam. Uh, Probably will never play it. it. It would be fun for you to watch on the side as a YouTube video. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Because you'd be looking at it and you'd be like, yep. That's, I'll uh, see the lines oh, in the HUD and everything. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, it's yeah. that intense. <laughs> yeah. It's Did they at least like shave off the serial number or something? Uh, yeah, I think they poured acid on it. They did a pretty decent job. Maybe they changed the color of the UI. That's about all yeah, they did. It's not an arm gun. It's actually something holding your hands. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. So I'll have to take a look at that and see like, how similar like, it is. It's got similarities, but it's got things that I did differently. Like, yeah, squads. You can actually do squad command and stuff. Like oh, that. Okay, so, okay. There's some cool stuff to it. It was its own game. It was its own game. Okay, but, fair enough. But it's, you know. But I, I just think Metroid Prime did something with shooters. It, it made me realize that shooters are more than just shooters. Yeah. It used lock-on, which they, prior to that, didn't really exist. Well, because that's just too easy. It's too easy, but it wasn't about the lock on. It, like you had to know the right enemy, use the right gun. It wasn't just shoot whatever gun still had ammo in your repertoire in your golf bag of guns. Yeah, it was use the right gun because the bullets weren't all that. Like yeah, you had the missiles and stuff, so you had to be careful with your ammo. You actually had to be careful with your ammo because sometimes you'd be like, oh, but they would never put you in a situation like, oh, you ran out of ammo. No, you got to run and come back. Yeah, but you got to bring the right tool. You got to know the right tool and so on and so forth. It wasn't just shoot whatever gun had ammo. Yeah. That you were good at. No, you learn to use the different guns. Learn what the shapes are so they go in the right holes when you throw them at them. Honestly, yes. That's yeah. pretty much what it was. Yeah. And at, it's a, a little too simplified now. But sure. when it came out, it was really unique. Well, games were games have gone through a very, very big evolution since then. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, games uh, evolve so quickly. It's it's both good and bad. Yeah, I feel old sometimes nowadays where I'm like, games are, they feel, I feel like they're running away from me. Like, I don't, I don't play every game. I play every like third generation of a game. Yeah. Nowadays, because I just don't have time. I'm trying to play so many games. There are so few games where I will remember clips from the game, like in my memory of playing them. Mm. I think like the fewest game, like the the games that I remember the most of just like when I was in that moment and playing them, and two of them were for the N64. <laughs> like when I got it. Really? Yeah. You don't remember that much for N64? No, 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 no. No, majority of the games I don't remember. Wow. The ones that I remember are Super Mario 64. Oof. I remember the first painting. That world, I love it. Don't know why. Just always did. Because 3 wasn't really a thing. Then. Yeah, it was one of the first things to yeah. do it. And then the other one was Shadows of the Empire. Shadows of the Empire. Which is the Star Wars game where you play Dash Rendar. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And the like, you go through Hoth and stuff like that. Yes, yes, yes. Because because that was the first time that I played a game that successfully mimicked a feeling I got from watching the movie. Oh wow! No other game had done that up to that point. I don't disagree. So yeah. no, I think you're right. 
So yeah, that that's my second one. I, as you mentioned, there isn't much to say because it's just so goddamn good. Yeah, Metroid Prime is so classically good and classically known as one of the best games of all time. Um, also, I didn't, I I stopped playing it. Much like what's hilarious, most of my favorite games of all time, yeah. I started playing. Got to a struggle point, stopped for like a decade, and came back to it. Yeah. And then beat it all. Final Fantasy Tactics. I fucked myself in a corner once and went, I'm never coming back to this. Until it came out on PSP. Yeah. Um, uh, XCOM. Oh, yeah, fuck XCOM. <laughs> XCOM, I'm still in that boat. We'll see if I ever come back to it. Well, you don't have to come back to it. You just need to beat two. Yeah, nope. Um, and then... Uh, uh, Chrono Trigger did the same thing. Sure. Um, and this game was one of those. Sure. Where I struggled with it at first. I really hated the controls. Yeah. I really hated the lock-on, or I didn't maybe even know there was lock-on. I just, I struggled with the controls. It felt awkward and clunky. And then as you got used to it, you got really good at it, and it worked out, and then I got comfortable and started to, to enjoy it. So I think that's, this is a game, it's weird that all my my favorite games, that yeah. happens. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. But I think it's just because I like deep mechanics that, like, you know, you don't just get right off the well, bat. Well, I think you also like the accomplishment that comes with coming back to slay the dragon. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That could definitely be a factor, yeah. So anyway, that's my number two, Metroid Prime. Classic game, awesome game. I'm going to go really quick through this one. Oh, yeah? Sorry, it just, just doesn't require a lot of explanation. Um, yeah, no, game two for me, um, because of the fucking hilarious times I've had in it, and the, I just, it's one of those moments where you're playing a game, you're like, you know... This is just fun. <laughs> uh, and, uh, huh. I'll save it for my number one, actually. Oh. Yeah. So number two, <laughs> number two, uh, Mirror's Edge. Really? You liked it that much? Yep. Wow. Uh, yeah, and it has shooting in it, so it technically fits the, the requirements. Yeah, I, yep. It, it's definitely uh, uh, stretching I, the fucking line. But, but yeah. I did not shoot the first time I played through Mirror's Edge. Oh, so you just ran a whole while. Yeah, ran and uh, disabled people. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, fair enough. I killed nobody. No I, kills. No kills at all in my run. I'll be honest, I barely played that game. Uh, yeah, so... Um, I didn't the, even know there was shooting in that game. Yeah, and then there was a, the second one came out. <laughs> was it shit? Uh, no, no, it wasn't shit. It wasn't amazing, but uh, mechanically it was the same, effectively. So it, it just it just didn't hit the same because it wasn't the first one. Yeah, kind of. It was like it was more of an expansion pack than it was another game. It it was like a um. It felt like it was like they were just redoing it mm. again. It was like a and remaster before it really should have had a remaster. Uh, I wouldn't even say that. Ooh. It's just like the game was just. It was missing something. Oh. They tried to make it. I think into they tried to lean into its like conspiracy stuff a little bit, but the writing wasn't there. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. That's what it felt like. They had the mechanics down, so they wanted yes. to go more story, but they sucked at the story. Unfortunately. Oh, okay, I see. That's what it felt like to me. And I mean, like, that is obviously subjective. So somebody else may love the story, but it was not that great. See, and I, I struggled with it because I felt when I was playing it, again, this is one of those games mm -hmm. I stopped after a very short period yeah. of time. I felt, I got the feeling of you either, I don't know how to word it. It, it, it felt like DDR, but with more steps. You had sure. to swing the sword the way they wanted to. It They presented a world like, run how you want to, right. like get around the and world, but you had to do their path. Yeah, so the, in the second one, it was more open. Free form, yeah. A little bit. And that's what I wanted out of the first yeah. one, was more free form. And I kept 
wanting more freeform. So I kept going not in the path they clearly laid out for me. And obviously there, that made me struggle. Yeah, there were alternate paths. But they're like alternate paths that you do on the hardest difficulty after you've played the game three times. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so like they, they were not there for the common rabble. Yeah, the, the plebeian yeah. atoms. Right. Um, but yeah, no, a lot of the reasons why I put forward the game is because it challenged a lot of people's concepts of a, um, locomotion in an FPS game. Yeah. And I think that that's probably the game that gave us like all of the wall running games and FPSs. So like, yeah, things like, um, Titanfall, Titanfall, stuff like that pulls from yours edge, um, which probably I probably even portal to a small degree. Sure. No, yeah. uh, was portal before that or after that? I think it was before that. Either way. Um, ultimately what it comes down to is that the game hit the right marks mechanically, but just fell short overall. And I think that's too bad, but the, the fact that it took the FPS genre and kind of used it in a way that was not thought about Mm -hmm. was impressive to me. And I feel like that didn't get the credit it deserves. And I think that that, could have spawned so many more games if it was given the proper support, but it wasn't. Yeah, that's totally fair. That's totally fair. Yeah, you're right. There isn't much to talk about on that game, but I think you're right. It, I struggle. I would struggle to put it on this list, but it definitely innovated. It was a that's huge was. innovation. Yeah, it was an innovation that didn't get the credit for it. Yeah, I think I think you're absolutely right on that aspect. Yeah, I, I completely agree. So my my number one game, I don't know why, but there, the two games that I have on my list, my number f- four technically. And my number one are great games for the same reason. Okay. But they're different kinds of the same reason. What was four? And then just tell me what one isn't going So on. four was Bioshock. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I also didn't, I'm not mentioning Bioshock because I talk it to death. Yeah. It's so yeah. fucking good. Um, Portal 2. Okay. Yeah. Is my number one. And, sure. and the thing is, is I struggle to put this on the list. I don't see why. It's an FPS. It totally fits in our category. It shoots. But it's not because it's an FPS that makes it so good. It could have been a third person. It could have been fucking any type of game. Sure. And it would have been good. Potentially. Because it was about the character and the writing. Sure. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. In that aspect, yeah. Right? Like, that's what made it so good. I think Portal 1 was more important than Portal 2 mechanically. It was more unique. Um, it was more innovative, but I think Portal 2 perfected that mechanic, which is why, and it created a good story. Those two combined clearly make it the winner. It's like, this is, Portal is always like this game in my mind. You're going to laugh, I think, at this, because you're going to be like, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> um, is like Call of Duty comes out and like a bunch of Call of Duty games come out and it's like, okay, sure, it's Call of Duty, fine, whatever. Overwatch comes out bunch of fake overwatches follow it like you know games that are just trying to do the same thing yeah not portal 2 comes out nobody copies it (laughs) huh you're right (laughs) because nobody they all realize they couldn't you can't do that cheaply maybe yeah i assume it's because portal 2 to me the value of Portal 2 was not in the mechanics, not in well, the, mechanics the, the design were a of the puzzles. Part of it, it was a mysterious but, part but of like it. The, but that's part, not what game it well, made it great. It also, they made the mechanics seem so simple that it just bled into your experience. True. Like, at no point you're like, oh, how, like, why and whatnot. Like, the moment you see it, you go, okay, that's what we're doing. <laughs> and, like, at no point are you, like, ever confused because they they... 
the tutorial is baked into the primary game. Yes. And that, to be honest, it's probably the smartest thing ever because it does not feel like a tutorial. I mean, it does if as an experienced gamer, but like as somebody who's just picking up and playing, it yeah. feels like it's just. I think what's game. most so uh, there's two sides of it. There's the 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 storytelling, the characters, the the voice acting, mm-hmm. the jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the comedy is on point. It's yeah. on fucking point. Like <laughs> yeah, uh, J.K. Simmons. Yep. I. I I thought Wheatley was amazing, and then J.K. Simmons comes out, and then you deal with GLaDOS and J.K. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, so I've good. never laughed so much in a game, but also felt like when they talk about the cancer, and you, you feel for these characters, and all you're doing is listening to a radio leftover from them. Yeah, it's a podcast. It's a podcast, <laughs> and you still feel so much emotion for them while yeah. still laughing your ass off. Yeah. Well, because one of them is a potato. Because one of them is a potato. <laughs> And it's absolutely hilarious. It's so ridiculous, but you still have that love and tender care, and, and yeah. it's great. So that that's one aspect that I think the game that that's not because it's an FPS. Why it's so good? No. That just is good because good writing. Yeah. But mechanically, I think what they do that makes what is so good about Portal Two is we I, at least I do. I like that feeling of you mentioned it um, coming back to beat the dragon. Yeah. Uh, when you feel satisfied for coming up with the brilliant solution that no one else right. did. And you're you're the smart one. And then you watch YouTube and everyone does it the same way. <laughs> yeah, you're the clever one. Yeah, you're yeah. Look how smart you are. You're yeah. so smart. Yeah. You figured out this puzzle. And they do a fantastic job of the puzzle immediately upon entry looks complex. It looks like you'll never solve it. Right. But they have these very subtle hints yeah. that tell you exactly how to do it. And they're just subtle enough that you don't realize they're telling you. But subtle, but not subtle enough that you notice it yeah. and it guides you through solving the problem. So you solve the problem and they, you know, when they build it so that you put the portals in the right place, you just, it's almost like an acrobatic yeah. uh, event and it looks glorious, like a Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. Especially near the end. Where Especially. You're to get, where you're like, okay, we got to chain these portals together to get the momentum. To yeah. Get to this part to get, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. So you, it feels like a Cirque du Soleil and yeah. you got the juggler at the same time as the guy with the wall light thing. Yeah. And you get to the end, you succeed. And A, you feel like a fucking genius because yeah. you came up with this the one solution. <laughs> you figured this out because you're a genius. Yeah. It, despite the fact that the very subtle hints told you what to do. Yeah. You just didn't realize it. Right. So they were capable of making you feel like a genius. Yeah. And making you feel like an even more genius because you made it look good. Yeah. And at the end, you do the whole bow and you're like, look how fucking awesome I am. Mm-hmm. And you get that rush. And it, somehow they're able to, because I've played so many games that try and do the same thing in their own ways, but it's either so obvious that they tell you how they got there yeah. and you realize you're being guided, therefore yeah. it doesn't feel like your success, so you right. don't get that. Or it's just so hard that you never get that feeling of success or you feel like, I just did it because it was lucky. Yeah. And you don't get that balance. And this game mechanically perfected that balance where I always felt like, I would come out of Portal thinking I'm a fucking genius. And then you realize I'm not. This yeah. game just makes you feel like that. And that's great. Yeah, no, that's, That is a fantastic There's nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah, no, I agree. So you mix that mechanic with the storytelling and you just get a very great emotional growth throughout it. And it really, to me, is what a game is. Sure. It's, it's the closest thing I have seen to a perfect game. It, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, 
within the FPS genre. Sure. And I think Portal definitely deserves that. I even I would even go as far as to say it probably deserves that praise outside of the FPS genre. Yeah. Um, to a lot of degrees. Uh, not, not all, but like, yeah, it's solid. And there's few things like it. Agreed. So yeah, that's my number one. I think it's pretty obvious. Um, but, I, you know, if I'm giving you my top three, <laughs> gotta that's be honest it. with it. Yeah. Um, so my... T- my top one, but not really, because <laughs> we've already established what my top one is, um, is uh, one of the longest running game series on the planet. Final Fantasy? Close. I think it actually has more titles than Final Fantasy. Oh, no. We actually played a version of it way back, like talking like your parents' living room, like the, the gas chamber. The gas um, chamber. Yeah, the... Uh, there was a game that we we played, and we probably played it for days. Um, and you're gonna you're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, we did do that, didn't we?" You're not talking Contra or something, are you? Nope, 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 nope. Um, obviously, we're not. I'm not talking about the game that we played, but I'm talking yeah, about yeah. later in the series. And that's um, uh, Tom Clancy's. Oh yeah! See, there it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. We played a lot of that. Yeah, we did. Yeah, uh, because uh, what does it do? It forces you to figure out the puzzle. Yes. But the puzzle isn't portals; it's people. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and like you know, perfecting your stealth tactics, which we were at your the time. breaches. Yep. And, yep. yep. And so, um, Rainbow Six Siege came along and made that into multiplayer fucking mayhem. <laughs> Uh, but the best part about it is that even when you're playing multiplayer and you're playing with the meme lords and shit like that, at no point does it take you out of the game. Because, like, the game is, like, reality but not really. It's, like, full reality. <laughs> See, the problem I've got with that game, as far as I can tell, no, obviously I've played it far less than you have, yeah. is the joy that I got out of Rainbow Six, the one we used sure. to play as a kid, we most... A large portion of how we played it was, I guess, co-op single player or sure. co-op. Yeah, yeah. Which was, it was a puzzle because the AI was always the same way. The breaches yes. were, the enemies were. It was a puzzle. So you would have to, the enemies would move around, but they were still AI. Whereas in Siege, because it's multiplayer, it feels more like a Call of Duty with some extra features. Okay, so here's how I looked at it. Um, single player, Rainbow Six. Is like playing chess. Sure. There's a slow methodical nature to it. Yes. Playing siege is like playing chess with timers. You got to move fast. You got to think on your feet. You got to adapt your plans and you got to do it quickly. And like when you play with a coordinated team, it feels exactly like the other game, but so much more meaningful because when you are able to dispatch five people, you're like, we just beat down like totally thrashed five thinking individuals with a tactic that they had no idea was coming. And like when you can achieve those things, it's amazing. But the reason why the game's fun and why it trumps so many other games is because it has the capacity to be a meme in of itself. I cannot tell you the amount of times that I've heard somebody go, 
All right, throwing in a frag. Fucking hit the hit the fucking door sill, and then like everybody scatters. Okay. Half the team gets killed. <laughs> Do you remember the first time we played the beta at I think it was Comic Con or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So game was wasn't out, but they were demoing it yep. at whatever. I forget. I think it what was Comic Con in Toronto. Uh, it was um whatever Toronto's thing is. It's not Comic Con. It's uh Fan Fest or something. Yeah, like that. whatever it is. Um, you and I went for one day. We drove four hours to Toronto. Yeah. Uh, we did that and we came back. And I, I, I remember this because you really wanted to play this game. You really, really wanted yes. to. Yeah. This was, I did. we went there and it was the one thing you're like, Adam, don't give a fuck what else we're doing. Yeah. This is what we're doing. Yeah. I went, okay, we'll go wait in line for it. I don't usually like waiting in line for that yeah, kind yeah. of shit. But I went, I'll do this with you. Sure, sure, sure. So we waited in line. We get on the same team. We get we get to our little lineup of yeah, yeah. computers, and we, it's us versus the other team yeah. of lineup. And we all kind of get to a door, and you're like, okay, Adam, I'm going to open the door, and you're going to throw a grenade. I went, okay. So you don't open the door <laughs> um, <laughs> because we were stuck at the controls. Right, because I was still learning the game at that point. We, well, it was our first time playing, yeah. literally. Literally, yeah. And um, Or maybe it was the other way around. I forget exactly how the miscommunication happened, but then oh. I throw a grenade. Sure, sure. And it hits the door. Yeah. And falls at our entire party's feet, who are yeah. all sitting at the I door. I remember this. We're in front of a house. We're in yeah, front we're of a house. Reaching that one house um, with the uh, fucking um, gazebo thingy outside with the terrace. People I don't know what that much detail. But I just remember doing that, going, "I'm sorry." <laughs> I just looked yeah. over at you. And, I'm sorry. They but, they yeah. actually let us play an extra round because of that. They did. They did yeah. because we're like they just looked at me and we're like, "You're fucking idiot." <laughs> so yeah because yeah, we didn't really get to play like it was no. basically match start dead yeah <laughs> like pretty much three seconds in yeah yeah um but my i think my my thing with it is in rain in rainbow six it was that you didn't shoot a lot of bullets no when you shot you shot to kill yes it was one shot one kill maybe two shots depending on circumstances still kind of is in siege but i always every time i see videos of siege sure it's call of duty shootouts with people ducking in and behind walls and trying to circle around each other. It's not the Rainbow Six that I remember. It's not my Rainbow Six. Well, that's exactly it. It's it's not Splinter Cell. I, sure. I prefer, I evolved into the Splinter Cell yes. version of that. Whereas I go in there, I see them, I'm watching them, I see the patterns of the enemies. Yeah. He's down. Sure. Okay, now I go to the next time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, this is not that. No, This feels right. more Call of Duty and I'm, I'm not a right. fan of that. Okay, Um. that's fair. And uh, I think ultimately Siege's fun comes from the people you play it with. Oh, um, for sure. But that's like, true with most games. Though. Yeah, and I think that that's... Yeah, Especially exactly. multiplayer games or team games. Um, but they took the whole hero character aspect where you're picking somebody for their powers in a game and made it interesting, I found. Yeah, they uniquified each character yes. more. And in a way that was like mechanically relevant. That makes sense. Uh, so it was fun because like, you know, Castle could do stronger walls and barricades and then like so many different characters everybody had their own shtick that they brought to made the them game. very unique so the teamwork was the name of the game yeah and not just that but adapting your tactics to fit the characters you had on your team yeah and then the enemy team well yeah when you figured out what they had yeah that makes sense no that's a cool that's a cool list um i'm always interested to see the ones you have because i don't know why but you always bring ones i don't think you're gonna bring Okay. I don't know why. I clearly have you pegged horribly wrong. Yeah. Uh, and you always surprise me. Like, Rainbow Six, I didn't think it was this high up there. Um, it, Like I said, going into it, it comes from the moments. Yeah. And it, 
it's so it's like it's kind of an unfair advantage in that case. So one game I do want to quickly bring up, I'll just bring up because I thought it was stretching the lines too much. Sure. Jedi Academy. It's fucking hilarious because literally I was gonna say that. <laughs> I was going to put it on here, but I went, you know what? The thing is, is the thing I enjoyed about the game was not the, the shooting the part. Shooting part yeah. It was the multiplayer. We always just played Jedi. And I'm like, that yeah. doesn't count. Yes, <laughs> I agree. And that's a, that's kind of what I did. And I was like, also, well, that wasn't first person. Did we do it in first person? No, um, we had to do it in third. Never no, mind. no, no. So, so it, it is first person. It goes in the third when you use the lightsaber. Oh, that's what you it can is. Force You're it right. in the third. You can force it into third. Right. But it defaults to, to first person, so I think it counts. Right, right. So it was one of those, like, I think it stretched it too far. To Technically, you could argue that GTA Five is also an FPS. Yeah, yeah. Because they you can release FPS technology. For but them, you yeah. usually don't, so I don't think it counts. Yeah, you normally don't. But to be honest, if they implement it in the sixth game, which I'm sure they will, um, I mean, every GTA just gets an ordinance better of the one that preceded it, with the exception of four. That makes sense. So that puts together our, I guess, six games, three from you, three from me, of yep. our favorite, you, our specific favorites, um, what we think are very valuable. So that, that's been a good little run. I'm kind of liking these top lists. I think we're definitely going to do more. Yeah, of them. yeah. I'm enjoying them. Yeah. For sure. Um, so thank you for joining us. If you didn't hear the announcement from the last pod or if it didn't make any sense because I didn't really make much sense, yeah. Raised by Spoilers is getting put on its own feed. So you can come and join and listen to them. All of our past episodes will be going in there. Our first New episode on there will start in October, but you can listen to all the old ones here and still all the old ones there, or you can join us at uh, RSB raised by raised by spoilers. What is it? RSP P raised by no RBS RBS pod at RBS. Wow, I'm really bad at this. I don't know. But uh, it's just fun to keep you going. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at RBS pod. Uh, and you can also find us here in Ronin Geekery still. We are still a family of uh, episodes at Ronin Geekery. Join us there. Join us on Discord. Talk to us about your top favorite FPS. Yeah. Come play games with us. Yeah. Come play some Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah, and invite me because Adam never invites me. <laughs> yeah, it's because I don't like you. I know. So I am uh, first person plebeian Adam. <laughs> and I'm Rob. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.